I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So let's talk some golf and let's welcome back our old friend. We haven't seen him in six days. PJ Glasser from BetQL to talk a little PGA. Peach, what were your biggest takeaways? Let's start with uh, today, actually. What, what were your biggest takeaways from today? Sitting back, watching a little golf or just looking at the betting board if you weren't able to uh, enjoy your day. Yeah, well, before that, Ryan, Trista, good to be with you. I got to say, when we came back from break, I did the, oh, with you guys. Thank you. Came in. So, so you've instilled that in me. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of takeaways. I would say you look at the top of the leaderboard, and the guys who are up there are a lot of big names, right? Scotty Scheffler, Rory's up there, Xander's up there, Speed, Cantlay. It's pretty much guys that have a well-rounded game. This course it's pretty tough. This is the first time that the PGA Tour has made the trip to Wilmington Country Club, so a lot of these guys are making their first trip to the course. There was a lot of speculation of how it would play out. You were wondering if it would favor the ball strikers because this course plays like 7,500 yards. The rough is so thick. Mm. You wonder maybe would the short game stick out? These greens are massive. Some of these guys are having like 70-foot putts. But it's really just guys who have the complete package, well-rounded game, are sticking out, and that's what we have right now at the top of the leaderboard. So, okay, we, me and Ryan, uh, we liked Will Zalatorius, and I think you did as well, to maybe repeat. Uh, what we also saw today was pretty high wind conditions, not a ton of guys that went low, and not a ton of final scores right now going any lower than they were after yesterday. Looking forward, what do you like? Yeah, you mentioned Willie Z, Trista. I'm with you. Uh, I, I liked him this week. I thought he actually had a quote this week. Somebody interviewed him, and he said, if I had to build a golf course for myself, this one would be it. So I saw that, and I was like, whoa. So uh, I, I expect him to, to play well over the weekend. He was in a similar spot last week yes. in Memphis, you know, going yeah. through the first two days. He was kind of like five, sh- five, six shots back. And then he, he went crazy on Saturday, got himself in contention, and won on Sunday. Then there are two more guys at three under that I like as well. Colin Morikawa, especially at 66-1. to one. I had to double-check that when I saw that price. I mean, that's getting Morikawa at 66-1, to one, five shots back. I love that. And then Justin Thomas, another one at 28-1. to one. JT played great yesterday, shot a five under. Today he did not make a single birdie. So I think he's due for some birdies over the weekend. And I expect one of those guys, if not two of them, to make a big cho- charge towards the top over the next few days. I'm glad that you brought up Colin because that was uh, one of my bigger plays just because he was 20-1, to 1, man. But, man, 66-1, to 1, that's definitely a better price. What are, you, what are your thoughts really quickly on Hideki Matsuyama? Because he's, he's, I mean, he's tied right now for 11th. He had a big day today. He's five under. Would you do anything with him? I mean, I played him a couple weeks ago, man. Well, he ended up dropping out of the tournament. I know he's been a little bit banged up, but he looked fully healthy today. What would you do with him moving forward? Anything, or is he a stay away for you, Peach? Yeah, he's a stay away for me, Ryan. You mentioned it. You know, you just he's kind of been like in and out of the lineup, you know, per se, using a bad reference. But he's just kind of battling injuries a little bit. There's been a lot of rumors swirling if he's going to live golf, and you just. You don't know where his head's at, but 
he's played pretty well. This course does set up well for him just because the course plays so long and he's such a great long iron player and he's good with his, with his three woods and five woods. Um, and with Hideki, I mean, he, he's such a great ball striker. If he can just putt well, he, he'll be towards the top of any leaderboard, which is similar to the leader, Adam Scott. You know, they're similar players. You know they're going to strike the ball well. If they just putt well, they're going to be in contention. Um, but I, I see I see Hideki fading a little bit over the weekend just because I don't feel like he's been playing too much tournament golf as of late, so I could, I could see him fading a little bit over the weekend. Top fives, top tens, have you looked at it at all? Because right now we've got guys at the top of the leaderboard that may end up, like you said, fading over the weekend, including uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Is there anyone that you would say, all right, I'm going to target them. Don't think they'll win the tournament outright, but I do want to target them top five, top ten. Yeah, so if, if you want a nice, juicy long shot, um, you got to remember there are only 68 guys in this field, and what's nice is that you guys kind of mentioned at the top, nobody's really breaking away from this tournament. This course, nobody's shooting like eight, nine under on it. Keegan Bradley shot a seven under yesterday, but the lowest score today was a five under. So if, if a guy goes really low tomorrow and posts a score early in the morning, I think they can put themselves in the conversation. And that guy for me is probably Victor Hovland, 10-1 to 1 to, to go top 10. Hovland was one of my picks before the tournament. He, he's so good off the tee. He, he hits it long and he's accurate. And his putting, his lag putting is excellent. He was in contention at the Open Championship, so he doesn't mind putting on big greens. He, he played decently today. He was three under through eight. I was following him. He, he kind of bogeyed the 11th and 12th hole and got lost in his round a little bit. But Holland's guy can go post a number tomorrow morning. And uh, at that 10 to 1 price to finish top 10, I think that's a good look. So kind of sticking with that same question, is there anybody that maybe is like top 10 right now, even top 20 that you would look to fade in the matchup? You know, like somebody like, I really like Xander going, Xander going into the week. I should have probably played him. He's six under, but would you fade anybody like maybe a Cam Young or maybe I know you already brought up Hideki Matsuyama, maybe like, you know, Sam Burns, who's four under or anybody like that. Just some, looking for somebody to target maybe against in a matchup. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, Adam Scott towards the top. I think he's definitely a guy to fade. He was actually at ten under today, and then he double bogeyed seventeen. And in golf, when you just you know you make a big number late in a round like that, when you could have a three shot lead, and instead you have a one shot lead, that just tends never to go your way. And he could go he could go down in a hurry. Um, but other than that, I mean, towards the top of the leaderboard, again, all those guys are such good players. Maybe Jordan Spieth, you know, Spieth really yeah. hasn't been playing too well as of late, and I didn't think this course was really a good fit for him. He doesn't tend to play longer courses all that well. But Jordan Spieth, the thing with him is he's such a great long-distance putter. Mm. And on these greens, that's where he can gain strokes on guys. Um, but – Stephen Scott towards the top, even Corey Connors too, those three guys, maybe those are some guys to look to face. So I asked Ryan this question, Peach. This is not a tournament-related question. This is more of a general golf question. Yeah, I like this one. So, all right, so you have a golfer that you have to choose today, and they are going to play an 18-hole match, match play with the best golfer on another planet for to save Earth. What player are you going to take in an 18-hole matchup? No PGA rules, so none of like you can ride a cart, 
No problems with that. 18 holes of golf to save Earth. Who do you take? I like that. That's a good question. Yeah. Mine, it would be, it would be Scheffler. It would be Scheffler. The, the couple that came to mind were Scheffler, Rory, and probably Cam Smith. But I just like how, I mean, Rory's been consistent in all the big events, too, this year, but he just hasn't closed yet. And Scheffler, we know, is probably going to win PGA Tour Player of the Year. He's won the Masters. He's been in contention at all the majors. And his game right now, it's like when you watch Scotty Scheffler play golf and he's towards the top of the leaderboard, if you have a golfer that you're backing that you have money on, he's the one that you're like most afraid of, if that makes sense. So that's the guy that I would take because when Scheffler's lurking towards the top of the leaderboard, he's the one that would make me the most nervous just because of how good he is. PJ, I love how you just answered that without asking the question that I asked her. I said, does he have to be in current form? Because I wanted to take like 2000, 2002. Hell, like Tiger up until you oh, know the, yeah. the first accident. That's a good point. <laughs> she said it's got to be current form though. So I said, can I give Dustin jo- uh, Dustin Johnson party snacks and bring Paulina? And that's who I would probably go with. How come? You know, let me ask you this really quick, PJ. John Rahm, who what was it last year or was it a year and a half, yeah, two years year, ago? He was the number year. one player in the world. Remember, yeah. he had that big lead in that tournament. Tested positive for COVID. They wouldn't let him finish, even though he was walking outside. He could have just played by himself. What's what wrong with John Rahm? And like, when do we start targeting him and at least getting better prices with him? Yeah, you know, Rom for so long, like you said, he was number one in the world, and the books were just so afraid of him. They thought yeah. he would kind of catch fire, and he was still the favorites in all these tournaments. And then Scheffler went on his heater, and Rory started getting hot, and he started to kind of drop. I think, though, we're now getting to the point where Rom is starting to get into, like, the 20-to-1 range for where you can take him to win an outright and if he starts posting those kind of numbers, 20 to 1, 22 to 1, anything like that, then he starts becoming a blind bet for me because he's so good. And we know the game of golf is so hard. These guys go through ebbs and flows where, you know, they go cold for a little bit. But Rom's just so talented and he's going to turn it around eventually. I don't think it'll be this week. I don't think it'll be next week at the Tour Championship. But moving forward, when the PGA schedule starts to ramp back up again and January or so. I think if Rom's still posting those numbers in like the 20, 22 to 1 range, he's definitely a guy to target for sure. Peach, general golf question for you. I don't know if I've asked you this on air before, and we have about a little less than two minutes, so keep it brief. Well, we got an hour and a half, Peach, if you do want to We also have an hour and a half in general, but I want to know just your general process when you have a new golf course like this one, and there's not a lot of data on these golfers. Can you walk me through just in terms of how you decide, what metrics you look at, uh, just how you decide who you want to take for an outright? So a lot of it is course fit, right? You obviously got to pick a golfer. You have to look at the layout. You have to see maybe course comps of guys that have played courses that might look similar in how they would fare on this course, which happens to be um, Wilmington Country Club this week. A lot of the two guys, you know, when you're going to a new course, I, I trust the caddies yeah. because they're so important for a new course. So that's why, you know, I was high on Justin Thomas this week because he's got bones. Scotty Scheffler has obviously had a great season with Ted Scott on the bag. So if you have veteran caddies that have, have been there before who won't be afraid of a new challenge, I think that's something to factor in as well. 
Love it, man. Hey, good luck to the Ravens. Hey, really quick, 30 seconds. Are the Ravens going to uh, win 21 straight or 22 straight preseason games against the uh, Cardinals coming up on Sunday? It's going to be a great game with McSorley back. I yeah. think they do, but I like I like the over in that game. The nice. over? All right, man. I like the over. Yes, sir. All right, Pidge, appreciate you. Enjoy the golf this weekend, man, and your Baltimore Orioles, who have a huge lead right now in Boston. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. You too. Good talking to you. That's our guy, PJ, behind the glass there from BetQL. Miss that guy. And he's got some value picks for you. Ah, Man, Colin, from 20 to 1 to 66 to 1. I think he was T6, tied for 6, tied for 7th. I can't remember what it was going into the day. Double back, Ryan. No, 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 no. No, I got to find. Just a little bit. I got to find somebody, though. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.